Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the Cutting Out Early Podcast, episode number 13. Isn't that crazy? 13. My goodness. On October 13th. How about that? Oh, lucky number 13. <laughs> 2020. Uh, there's Alex Newth. We have Zach Montgomery in the studio. We have Max Major right here uh, taking you guys through another fantastic episode. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? A brand new COVID week. Yeah. How's it going, guys? It's going well. We got Alex over in uh, Grand Rapids still. How how is that treating you, Alex? In Grand Rapids, that's a that's definitely a. I mean, that's a big life change, and uh, you're you're dealing with it now. But uh, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's it's been good. I've been a little bit too busy trying to get uh, my new place together to really <laughs> enjoy it fully. But you know, I still don't have a sofa. Uh, <laughs> don't have a sofa? Yeah. Not yet. I thought I thought you got one. I got one. It's got to get delivered, though. Ugh. We'll see. When's we'll that going to be there? I don't know. Hopefully soon. <laughs> I don't have a date yet. You're just sitting on the floor watching TV. <laughs> Do you, I remember that Seinfeld episode where they're watching the Super Bowl in George's girlfriend's apartment, and he was she was living with um, with her ex at the time who moved out, and George is like, oh, it's time for me to move in. She's got this great place. It's beautiful. All this beautiful furniture. And then when he gets there to watch the Super Bowl, everything's gone. And she's like, yeah, all the furniture was his, and we have this towel here. <laughs> sitting on the floor in a towel watching the game. There it's, you go, Alex. It's great. Yeah, I've got camping chairs at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what George had. Um, but how was your guys' weekend? Uh, anything fun going on? Anything crazy? A COVID weekend? Yes, well, it was my, my girlfriend's and I's uh, anniversary, actually, our two-year and we wow. uh, we went to an apple orchard for the first time. We went to Blake's, pretty wow, famous original. around the yeah. I know pretty... for the first time together. No, no, we went last year. This isn't the first time we went to an apple. You orchard. You just said the first time. Oh, this year, this year. Oh, this year. Oh, okay. We the went... first time in the new COVID world. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we actually did not have a good time. Well, we had a good time. What? Like, together, we had a good time. But like when we were there at Blake's, it was like it was kind of eye opening. It was How so? super packed. Absolutely. So I, I does anyone you know where it is, right? It's yeah, on like thirty four mile road and nowhere. It's near our maid on North Avenue. Yeah, yeah. You and went to the main one, the the haunted, the, like the big one, or the did you big go to, one? Okay, because there's there's a couple Blakes. There's that big one with the the haunted apple or whatever it's called, and then they have their other one that's um that's that's a little separate. It's 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 like it's like two miles west. You know what I mean? And it's oh. more, it's more, it's, that's where they're like, that's where their winery is. And that's where they have a ton more like apple trees and everything. Oh, no, no, So no. it doesn't sound like you went to that no, one. You went is, to the, the we went to the main one. one. Yeah, yeah. With a little, like a stupid little, like haunted house area and yeah. everything like that. Did you do the haunted house? 
No, no, we didn't. We oh. we actually got there, and it first of all, it was packed. There was, like, traffic all the way from, like, Telegraph to, it's like Armada Road or something. The nicest Saturday in October, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely packed. We got there. No one had a mask on. It, it was outside, but, like, no one there had a mask on. It was actually, like. Coronavirus! Exactly. It was, it was kind of. Coronavirus! <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Glad you guys got the same idea. <laughs> But I w- <laughs> I w- we so I'm not like a big like stickler for the mask like as long I feel like as long as I protect myself I will be okay. You're but going out to you're not one of those people who refuse to go to a restaurant. Exactly. You know you you live your life. Exactly. But we went there and this place even like the outside like the beer garden area is absolutely packed. <laughs> Nobody on there has a mask on. Everyone's like sitting shoulder to shoulder. And, like, we, Becca and I literally just, like, sat, stood next to each other. We were, like, trying to stay as far away from everyone else as possible. And we were just, like, okay, like, we're going to, like, try and just hide. And we're going to get our donuts and we're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we did. We ended up doing uh, the pick. Like, once you got into the apple orchard, it was fine because you, there, was, there wasn't as many people. It wasn't as crowded and, like, well, you're picking apples. But the, yeah. the, uh... The, like the beer garden area and where you got your cider and donuts, it was actually just it was it was kind of scary, you know. It's kind of really scary. Well, it was like eye opening to like even like even me who can be kind of you know lax not lax but you know what I'm saying. I not, get it. Not as not as uptight about it, and I was kind of threat like turned off by all these people around me without a mask on. So kind of interesting. I know Alex went to one too. Actually, I did. I did. I know what you mean though, Zach. Like you don't try to be too stressful about the mask like you wear it when it's necessary and when you realize like you're realistic about when you need to be wearing it you don't have this fear that you need to be wearing it anytime you step outside your house like it's everywhere around you or driving alone in a car which people some reason still do that, yeah, yeah, that's which is, yeah, that's which is the one so funny the people who are alone in their cars with their <laughs> you know even if it's around their chin like one of those chin diapers you know it's just still just take it off you're in your car you're alone what are you doing I, no i i'm actually i'm a I do the chin diaper sometimes. Really? Yeah. I, I, well, I like just pull it down because like, I don't know, like when you're like driving. Quick, wait, wait, no, yeah, not Zach, what, we, uh, what's that, Alex? Go ahead, Alex. The, the fun of internet. I was going to say, we also went to, I want to hear about this chin diaper thing though. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about our Apple Orchard experience. Wait a second. Hey, but I want to hear about the chin diaper. Okay. You haven't seen the new South Park, Zach. Have you, Alex, have you seen the new South Park? They do a bit on the chin diaper. The yeah. pandemic special? Yeah. yeah, I saw it. Well, the whole thing is the chin diaper. That's where the term came from. At least I think so. Unless, <laughs> unless they stole it from somebody. No, but it's, it's so true because people wear it below their nose and just maybe barely covering their mouth. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a chin diaper. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to wear it properly, that's what it is. So that's that's um, my point. I, but well, what, what do you mean? You wear, the, you wear the chin diaper? You rock the chin diaper well, from time I, to time? I don't wear the chin diaper when I'm not supposed to. Like, if I'm supposed to wear the mask properly, I wear it properly, obviously. I could. I don't think I could be in medicine if I <laughs> didn't. But um, I do wear the when I, I I pull it down, and sometimes I forget I pulled it down, and I'll like walk into my apartment, like have it pulled down, and I'll be like sitting there and like doing my thing for a while, and then I'll realize like, oh shit, I got I got a chin diaper. I still have the mask on. <laughs> Becca makes fun of me all the time for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, she should. Good yeah. for her. Props to Becca. <laughs> Alex, what was your uh, orchard experience over the weekend? Yeah, Ann and I went over here on the west side. It was it was much better. It was 
crowded. There were people there, but everyone was wearing masks where, you know, you needed to be out in the apple, out in the actual orchard doing the pick em. I mean, it was perfectly fine and people were spaced out. And then even near the, like the beer garden area where they had their, their wines and their hard ciders and whatnot. And it was a little bit more packed, but yeah, people were wearing their masks when they were supposed to be and when it made sense. So it was a good experience overall. I had a lot of fun. There's no way it was as packed as um, Blake's. I mean, like the most popular apple orchard in the entire state, probably. I swear. Blake's. I swear. Yeah, no, no. There's there's no way it was nearly as crowded. But I mean, it was it was pretty crowded inside, like the farmhouse and the the uh, the beer garden area. But yeah, like I said, everyone was being pretty Alex, pretty did they, smart. And did they have hay rides? Mm, I saw signs for them, but I didn't see any wagons actually going around. So they were they were supposed to, we run online before we went like hay rides will be there. They're at yeah. half capacity for social distancing. We got there. That was not the case. <laughs> I think the Governor Whitmer's like uh, mandates have been off and just everything was thrown to the wind. The, the, the They're making ride, too much money. They're hay, making so much money. They were packed. Oh, yeah. Like shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> None of them had a mask on. They're outside, right? As long as you're sure. outside, you don't have to worry about it. No problem. It was crazy. <laughs> I, I was blown yet. away. I have not been yet. I, I'll, I'll get out there. I always do. I always do. Try some of the best cider. I, I like- ended up with a box of donuts. I had like three of them today. <laughs> I don't want them to go bad. Nice. All, right. All right. Quick hot take. The best variety of apple cider donuts. Do you want the cinnamon sugar? Do you want the powdered sugar? Or do you just want the plain? You got to go cinnamon sugar. That's the best. Powdered sugar is awful. Well, I mean, powdered sugar is not awful like any other day, but compared to the others, powdered sugar is the worst. What, what do you think, Alex? Because I think I have a hot take on well, this. I really just like the plain ones. I think that's really how you tell that a good donut. So you can dip it in your cider without getting all the crap floating around. That was my hot take. I like the plain ones. I don't need a bunch of cinnamon sugar or anything. Just as, as long as it's hot and fresh, get me that plain apple orchard donut. I'm in heaven, man. I agree. <laughs> Although I did get some good ones from this place that were uh, salted caramel iced orchard donuts. That sounds way too fancy. No, thank you. Really? <laughs> they were really good. Like 20 they bucks a really dozen, good. maybe. Maybe 20 bucks no, for a half no, dozen. No, they were, they were cheap. It was very reasonable. That's. I also got okay. some pumpkin spice iced uh, cider mill donuts. Oh, of course. How cliche. Of course, that's a thing. My goodness. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad you boys had a good time. Um, happy Amazon Prime Day to you guys. Uh, everyone is enjoying the deals now that it's been shifted to October 13th and 14th. I, I, I want to do this. This will take really quick. The best things for sports fans to buy today on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you want to get these things, you better act fast. I'm about buying a vacuum today. <laughs> Did you really? Is that your plan? I'm thinking about it. I need one. I need one, and I've got a good deal on some Bissells. (laughs) (laughs) Today's the best day more than any other day, at least if you're going to be using Amazon. But if you want an NCAA college hoodie, you can pick one up for the mere, mere price of $23.99. That's not bad. You can get a pickleball set for $53, uh, which people are starting to play pickleball now. It's one. you, You know pickleball? You know pickleball. Is it with the wiffle ball? Yeah, it's with the wiffle ball, and you like play with like oversized ping pong paddles. Yeah, yeah, on, a, yeah. on like a really small court outdoors, but uh, it's, it's like it's, it's like giant, it's like giant ping pong. It's except like tennis. Yeah, if you combine like, I don't know, because ping pong is just smaller tennis. But if you actually take the two sports of ping pong and tennis, if you call ping pong a sport, which I'm gonna get a lot of emails probably about this. That's a hot <laughs> take. Sport. Yeah, it is. It is. But anyway, if you can yeah, buy those you're two. you're right, Max. Our first email is going to be someone <laughs> us out for shitting on ping pong. <laughs> that's, 
that's pickleball for you. The combination. So $53 gets you a brand new pickleball set on Amazon. I've listened to Max for all thir- 12 episodes. <laughs> And he finally drew the line when he finally <laughs> said ping pong is not a sport. <laughs> we just lost a fan today, Max, because of you. God. We've lost our Ugh. one and only listen. Damn it. Stop that. No. That's stop. Please send us emails. That, that's BS. Enough. Podcast at gmail.com. Plenty of listeners for all those advertisers out there. Uh, dual shot basketball home arcade. That's right, your game. mom still listens. <laughs> I don't even have words. Yeah, she does. It's fantastic. I love that she does, and I wish your moms would, but they, apparently they don't. Too bad. I wish they did, too, but they don't love me. <laughs> it's okay. Case Alex. in point. We're together on that one. <laughs> God's sake. Dual shot basketball home arcade for $152, which actually, that's a pretty good deal if you want to get one of those basketball home arcade games like the one Matt has. I've got plenty of room. i got a full empty living room. I should get one of those. Take a look at it for a good deal. The basketball arcade one? Yeah. yeah, How much? Oh, oh, it's like the the plastic one, though. Like the tarp. It's not like actual. It's not hard. I don't know. I don't know. It's $152. It looks like a pretty good deal. I want the one with the the swinging fence gate. It's like that one there. It's still pretty cool. Um, Really quick, the women's NFL racerback tank tops. For your uh, female sports uh, fan, for twenty or twelve dollars and twenty four cents, my goodness, that's a steal. That's you, a great steal. Do they have um, those hockey tables? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, the bubble hockey. hockey? Yeah, I, I bet they do. Those are awesome. It's not listed in this article though. This is from USA Today. The best sports deals on Amazon. The last three are a boxing reflex ball for eighteen dollars for your inner Conor McGregor to take it out in the boxing ball. Thirty bucks gets you a plastic baseball pitching machine. Wow, it's meant for kids, but hey, you know what? We're all kids at heart. <laughs> and finally, for our inner kids. <laughs> the football toss and flying disc toss game for $60, which seems like a great outdoor backyard game, which actually it does look pretty cool. Imagine that. Oh, game. yeah, yeah. That would be pretty cool. It's like uh, yeah. it's like it's like vertical cornhole kind of. It's like vertical cornhole that you play with a football. Yeah. You just toss it in. It reminds. They always have something up, but like the 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 stereotypical the quarterback throwing the footballs at the tires. You know what I mean? Yeah, like kind down of. the field. That's what it reminds me of. That's pretty Is this much inflatable? it. Inflatable? No, it's just a stand. It's just you, you, you. It's in the article in the show notes, but you can take a look at it. It's just like a stand with nets behind it. You toss a football in, and you try to get it in one of the like six or seven holes or whatever it is. You know. So <laughs> anyway, that's what she said. <laughs> We have that drop. Let Michael do the talking. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Zach? My goodness. Well, happy ap- Amazon Prime Day. Zach. I hope you enjoy the holiday. Oh, boy. All right. Do, do you want to get into a little NFL stuff? or? Uh... I have to apologize. <laughs> um, the new iPhone came out today, too. Are you going to be purchasing the new iPhone, Zach or Alex? Any plans for that? Any upgrades coming up? No, I think I got my my seven here, and it's going pretty strong. Are you? So. Ki- you're kidding me. I think it's a seven. It might be an eight. It's not a nine, no, though. Not at all. You still have the home button? <gasps> oh, oh, I my do. God, you peasant! My goodness, the home button. God, they've they've out, they've gotten rid of that years ago. <laughs> what a relic! I'm just kidding. I actually kind of missed the home button. <laughs> I, I don't I know. like the home button, actually. Yeah, we all do. Everyone does. But it was released today, the iPhone 12. Does it have a home button? 
I do not believe so. But uh, my, my internet just crept out. You got to stop linking us to USA Today articles. I don't want to turn my ad blocker off. What's the difference? Well, these are where the good stories are. This is what the people are reading and people are looking at. Ad blocker off. You don't need Wait, ad blocker. What is this? A Holiday it? Inn in like Akron, Ohio? <laughs> Nobody reads the USA Today. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a great combination of everything. That's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I refuse to go to it. <laughs> well, the iPhone 12 is out today. They have a new model starting at 699 for the iPhone 12 mini. Uh, oh. And you can get it for uh, the different model for $1,099 for the iPhone 12 Pro Max. But the iPhone 12 Pro will start at 999 Well, the standard iPhone 12 starts at 799 So they have all these new models, which I'm sure are not going to be very big differences between the old one. But it features smooth, flat edges. Uh, some on social media calling a reminiscent of the earlier iPhone 5. It's available in five colors. So there you go for all your uh, new iPhone people. Today's the day, and I'm sure their stock did amazing today. Uh, as it, they always need more money, so of course their stock's going to go <laughs> Are there a lot of people who still go out and get it like the day of? They oh, they finished out? down today. Wow. They finished down today. Really? They finished down $3.30, 2.65%. Wow, I'm actually really surprised. I, I wonder think what that happened. happened last time the iPhone came out, too. You, did you know really – but I want to answer that question. But there's no stock more owned by different people than Apple. They are the most widely owned stock in the world. That just says so much about Apple, where it's become. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. What there's, does that say about anything? Well, it says that Apple is the king of the world. I mean, they, they pretty much are, unless Tesla overtakes them and Elon Musk, whoever, whatever he's capable of. Who knows, really? But yes. a bunch of people own their stock? Yeah. You know what I, do you understand what I just said, Alex? Yeah, I understand. Like, the mo, a more diverse or more a higher number of people own a share of Apple than any other company in the exactly. world. Exactly, exactly. That means more people have faith in them. That know? means a lot of amateur stock traders buy their stock well maybe so but they're not going to buy it if they don't have faith in it even if they are stupid and trading on whatever stupid platform that they want to use to buy and sell <laughs> stocks whatever I think that's these another new ones useless are. stat we have a lot of useless stats <laughs> you, nowadays i, think I don't think that's, that's oh come stat. i don't think that's a useless think, stat I, I disagree i think that says a lot about apple but hey you know just just me just me what were you saying zach well i I was just saying, are there still people who, like, camp out the night before to get the iPhone 12? I'm sure, there's still some crazy people out That's there nuts. who do that. Silly. I've been out here since uh, 6 a.m. yesterday. Got to be first in line for the iPhone 12. Who cares? Do you, who has the time to do that? Or, or the energy or the, the, the stamina to actually do that for hours and hours? And who cares? So what if you have the first iPhone 12? <laughs> Ugh, look at iPhone 12. Look at you. You have it. I have it right here. I stood in line for hours. I have no concept of time management. I have no concept <laughs> of opportunity cost. I was standing in line all day and all night. Dude, I, I don't get people like that. I think right? there are way fewer people that do that. Yeah, but I, they're so out there. That's what I was thinking, Alex. They're so out I got there. the I got the iPhone 11 um, when it first came out. Not like I had really, really needed a new phone. I had my old phone for the forever, and I knew the new iPhone was coming out. So I was like, "Shoot, I'll just pre-order the new iPhone. I know I need a new one. This will be the perfect opportunity to get it." Yeah. So I pre-ordered it, and then on the day it came out, I just I had a time slot that they gave me to go pick it up, and I showed it up, and like it was busy, but there's no line. I just walked right in, got it from the uh, 
the Apple worker and walked right out. Didn't have to wait at all. And nobody was waiting in line to get one that didn't pre-order. Oh, so maybe they've just gotten more efficient. Interesting. Wow. I mean, that was also in South Bend, Indiana. I mean, I don't know what (laughs) New York City is doing. That one might be. Oh, yeah. Well, in Chicago, New York City, they're all going to be, you know, just swamped. Just swamped. So, yeah, maybe that's the trick. Just go to a, a little smaller town where not everyone's going to be and just, you know, you can you know pre-order like Alex didn't just walk right in like a smart person would do instead of just waiting for hours. South Bend, Indiana is about to be overwhelmed by the people <laughs> who want the iPhone 12 there. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, we're letting the good secrets out. Everyone's going to be <laughs> swarming the small town Apple stores. I agree. <laughs> uh, be- before we get to the uh, NFL stuff, which uh, I-, I know, Zach, you have some stuff that you want to touch on today, which we will. But we got to talk about what's going on with um, with uh, Governor Whitmer in this I mean, national story. And this isn't just like a small national story. This is a huge national story. And it's pretty much overwhelmed everything in, in terms of what you see on the Internet related to news in Michigan and around the entire country almost being kidnapped by this this crazy radical militia. On the west side of the state, what's going? Alex, the uh, you should go to the uh, the hearings right now. They're happening in the uh, the Western District uh, Court, the uh, Federal District Court in, in Michigan and Grand Rapids right now. You should check it. Aren't those aren't those public hearings? Are they not? Or is it different in a federal courtroom? I, I can't. I can never remember. Don't put me on the spot. I'm a- I'm asking you. Then go in there and look. Wouldn't you want to see these hearings? I mean, isn't this kind of interesting? <laughs> Blake Griffin. It's interesting. I just don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's no. different. I get it. I get it. But I mean, this is a crazy story, and all those people are there in Grand Rapids for this hearing, and there's there seems to be stuff coming out every day. I mean, it's kind of a I want to say old story. That when did this come out? Last week, last Thursday, or Friday, or something? It may have been Friday. But there's been so much coming out about this story, and every day we get a little little new nugget of information. But Alex, have you heard anything more today about it, or any like crazy updates? No, I've kind of had my head in the sand today, but I, I have followed it pretty significantly over the weekend since the news came out. I mean, it's just such a wild, wild story. I mean, it's like an R-rated national I, treasure. I can't believe yeah. it. I don't even. I, I can't even wrap my head around it. I don't really know how it's a real thing. <laughs> There's 13 of. I them. mean, do you do you want to get the details? I'm sure everyone's heard it. I don't think we have too many out-of-state listeners, but just I mean, and I don't think we have anybody who could have missed this unless you've you know, not been watching the news at all for the last week or so, but some, uh, I don't even know what you'd call them, but like some radical militia members or, although now they're calling them domestic terrorists, not militia members, because the militia members got offended by it. Well, they are domestic <laughs> so, terrorists. I mean, that's what it is. And, you know, really quick as a disclaimer, they, I don't think they're associated with any political group because they've denounced people on I both sides of the aisle. I'm, no, I'm just saying. I mean, but people can say like, oh, it's political because it has to do with Whitmer and everything. And sure, they don't like Whitmer, but these people just don't like government. Any government. Doesn't matter. That's that's at least what I've been reading. It's just they are anti-government. And and lo- the, the less government, the better. No government would be great. Is is pretty much what they're saying. Yeah, the but, political part. The political part comes in from the reaction from the two political sides, but we don't need to discuss. That. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So uh, give us a little rundown exactly what happened, Alex, because there may be people who who may be in the dark. So there's there's about a half dozen or seven or eight of these guys who are militia members on the or are members of some militia that stand up for. They're basically anti-maskers. They they think that this whole coronavirus pandemic is or 
just creating a big slew of of constitutional violations of their rights and they think that the government can't you know restrain their their ability to do anything and so they thought that the governor deserved to stand trial or something like that for her crimes for these high crimes and that they they <laughs> wanted to go kidnap her and make her stand trial for uh violating their constitutional rights via her executive mandates basically um which which you can't do uh, you can't kidnap the governor <laughs> They wanted to take her to Wisconsin and and hold her for treason, char- like like try her for treason was was the the original idea oh of what this group God. was going to do. And the, their punishment, their punishment just came out today, right? What they're well, what the when she was convicted, what they were going to do to her, right? That they were going to let her, they're going to leave her in the middle of of Lake Michigan. That well, was, that was that was today's latest details. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to think whether there's any other background information, Alex, that you had because I think you pretty much got the gist of it. I mean, these guys all look exactly like what you would expect them to look like. They look like, <laughs> they look like meth heads out of West Virginia. I, they really do. Their eyes. It's look, like, it, like if you took all of them and put them into one person, they would look like Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Long, scraggly beards, like, I don't know. They look like, you know, the children of incest. And I mean, this this, sto- this story has so <laughs> many layers to it. And like I said, there's new stuff coming out every day. There was a story about the uh, training site of, of this uh, of this militia group. What's the name of them? They're like the um, like the Wolverine something, like the like the Michigan Wolverine something. Which, <laughs> nah, there's something. Um, what what is it? Maybe uh, maybe U of M people aren't very happy about this. The Wolverine Watchmen. That's what it was. Nice. But the FBI is very badass. The FBI has been watching. Trust a Wolverine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now that's gonna offend somebody. (laughs) (laughs) They've been uh, watched by the FBI since June eighteenth, and they've been kind of covering what's been going on and and you know keeping track of everything but like i said there's tons of details coming out every day they're having these hearings in grand rapids in the in the federal district court of michigan the western district and this this article about their training site that they had is just unbelievable it's shotgun shells littering the ground uh, human silhouettes are spray painted in red on a wooden wall bullet holes everywhere and it's just unbelievable neighbors occasionally heard gunshots coming from the site but it's a common sound in the hunting crazed region they said they didn't think much of it but that changed last month when residents heard what they sounded what sounded like a bomb so uh yeah they uh they were kind of maybe a little more concerned uh after a blast was followed by automatic gunfire approximately 30 rounds and it was getting more and more intense but these photos that they show in this uh story are just absolutely wild uh but some of the uh some of the new stuff today alex and zach is just remarkable but it kind of goes over some of the specific people. Adam Fox, accused ringleader, lived in the basement of a Wyoming vacuum shop near Grand Rapids, oh Alex's new hometown. Uh, <laughs> Stop. What kind of vacuum? You're looking for a vacuum today. Maybe you should seek yeah, out the vacuum shop. <laughs> just find the shop that it is and just totally oblivious. Yeah, I'm looking for a vacuum. Uh, do, do you have anything in the back, maybe in the basement or something? <laughs> just take a look. 
But uh, it was Adam I Fox. I will not do that. Adam <laughs> Fox? I don't see his picture. He's not in one of these. He's not one of these pictures. It was Adam Fox who told FBI agents after uh, after he was arrested that he had planned to take Whitmer out to the middle of Lake Michigan in a small boat, disable the engine, and leave her there. And that was it. <laughs> oh my God. That's Adam Fox. Oh, oh there he is. Oh yeah. What a what a stand up guy. He, he looks like the leader. <laughs> Uh, but they also talked about how they wanted to kidnap Ralph Northam, the Virginia governor, who, like Whitmer, is a Democrat, was mentioned as a possible possible kidnapped target. Um, they were uh, Fox and others took close-up still photos and videos outside Whitmer's Northern Michigan cottage as part of the planning for a plot to kidnap her oh from their pro- from their prior to the November third election. They were also trying to, from my understanding, set up bombs near the bridge that led to her summer home to to blow it up so if if they you know got away with this they would be able to get her and like police wouldn't be able to access it or something just kind of throw police out uh so they were surveying her summer home Uh, by the time defendants conducted a second surveillance outside the whitmer cottage this time at night they had been so thoroughly infiltrated by the fbi that two undercover fbi agents and two confidential informants were part of the surveillance group so they were involved in this group for a while can you imagine that job as an fbi agent or even as an informant You, you have to stay undercover in a really really intense situation for days weeks and weeks to try to keep your cover and 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 all of a sudden it's like all right it's game time we're gonna bring these guys down man what a what a job so stressful it's like uh the departed especially when they're talking about stuff like that they're like yeah we're gonna blow up the bridge near the governor's home and you're like what are you gonna do during another that's actually kind of terrifying yeah i I thought these guys were just kind of idiots but it sounds like they really had some yeah, they no, had they, some stuff put together. They stuck in the like. idiots. It obviously didn't well, go yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even make, they didn't even do the, they just surveyed everything and talked about it, and they didn't even make any moves. I guess they were surveying it, but, you know, luckily they didn't. But, yeah, I don't I don't think they're very smart, to be honest. <laughs> no, they're very <laughs> they're, clearly They're idiots. still pretty stupid. But the last thing is, during another plotting exercise, sending a fake delivery person to Whitmer's door to shoot her was discussed, according to Trask. Um, well, let's see. I'm trying to see his first name. Uh, whatever. It doesn't Who cares? Last name's Tress. That's what happened to that uh, judge in New York a few months ago. Do you remember that? You're going to have to remind me. I don't remember that. How did there I miss was that? A, there, there, was a, there was a judge in New York, and uh, some some fake delivery guy came to her door to kill her, but the door was answered by her husband and her son. Oh, and yes. I think both her husband and her son died. Yep, you're right. I remember hearing about that. Well, that was a wild story. So that was, I guess, what they were trying to do here, too. Uh, by the way, uh, Richard Trask is the FBI special agent, so he's uh, he's, he's on the good guys. But uh, So what happened was Defendant Harris, a 23-year-old former Marine, suggested the conspirators could just mug the pizza guy and take his shirt, adding, just take a pistol in, like, three rounds. <laughs> Kessler said the comments were reminiscent of a recent attack on a federal judge in New Jersey in which the shooter who killed the judge's son oh. and wounded her husband but left the judge unharmed was disguised at a, as a FedEx delivery person. So there we go. Nice, Alex. Good callback. I got the state wrong. It was New Jersey. It's close. Close enough. So that, <laughs> that was what's going on. Defendants also took part in training exercises that included use of silencers on guns, exercises in busting down a door and extracting a hostage, and reloading weapons quickly, according to photos, videos, and testimony introduced as evidence today on Tuesday. So that is what's going on in the west side of the state. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's pretty freaking wild. It's 
I might need to come back to the east side. Yeah, be careful over there, Alex. <laughs> the sounds of it, it sounds pretty radical over there. I just, just, just stay on your toes. And we don't want you to get corrupted either. I mean, it sounds like these people are looking for new uh, members and uh, new people to join the militia. So just be careful in, in case anyone's walking around looking to uh, convert you into a different group, Alex. Just just stay on your toes. I'm thinking about you. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll keep my eyes and ears open. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> the NFL was also this weekend. Uh, I know Zach and uh, Alex really had some stuff to get, get into, but we, we can jump right into it. We can jump yeah. right into it. What do you got for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week I wanted to try something. So um, it's basically what's what, what's going to happen is, is I'm gonna I'll talk about the headlines from across the NFL, and you guys just give me quick responses on them. Okay, all right. We'll so, do our best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm going to start this. I'm actually going to get some uh, music. Oh, up. a little, little background. Yeah, music? and this is I don't know if you anyone here is like really listened to um, radio or this is kind of like a blitz on the Valeni show sort of over. So we're stealing. Point. So you're telling me you're stealing their bit? Hey, no, no, no we're gonna. We're just supposed to say it's our gonna, idea. This is a novel <laughs> idea. No we're gonna come up with it before. We're. <laughs> it's got its own unique name. We're going to call it the Three Man Rush. In, in, the Three Man Rush? In, is this a show meeting? Have we discussed this before? In, in, no, in honor of Matthew Patricia. Because <laughs> he doesn't actually rush the quarterback. So yeah, we're blitz it, the quarterback. You can't call it a blitz in Lions territory. you got to call it a Three Man Rush. And yes. people also might look at him from behind and think, that's three men right there. <laughs> is that also part of this? Yes, absolutely. So it works both ways, I see. Is that also, three men? three of us. Wow. Okay. You know what? This is a good name. It fits in so many levels. <laughs> Pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so this is the first ever three-man rush of of the weekend. So let's <laughs> let's get it started. All right. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> go for it. So here we go. My first thing. Yes. <laughs> a little music in the background. The first thing I wanted to bring up is. Uh, Lions fans were probably excited this weekend when they read that a Quinn had been fired this weekend. Uh, if they read the headline a little more, it was actually the Falcons coach, uh, Bob Bob Quinn. I, Bob Quinn was fired after Owen their Owen five start this season. Do you guys have a take on that? Um, Sheila Ford, get your ass out of your comfy chair, <laughs> get up and start making big girl decisions in Detroit because every other coach is getting fired, but I guess Patricia. You know, he's give him a little more time. That's right, a little more time, a little more time. Slow down. That's my take. The fact that two the fact that two coaches have been fired already in the NFL and neither of them are Matt Patricia is absolutely wild. <laughs> it's it's really sad. It's sad because this is what the Ford family is and this is what the Lions do. So I, stupid. I, I actually kind of felt bad for the guy because he's going to be most infamous for his uh, twenty-eight and three, uh, <laughs> twenty-eight the football bl- or Super Bowl blown lead. Wow. <laughs> uh, the next headline was uh, Dak Prescott's injury and the and the Ooh. social media reaction around it. What do you guys have to say about that? Can I can I start? First of all, I am pissed. Because my star quarterback out for the season, I'm just done. It's over. Put, <laughs> just not happy. He was money too, wasn't he? Oh my god, he was putting up so many good points. It was it was fantastic. So I'm dealing with that. I got to figure out who I'm doing. I might take Andy Dalton. I don't know. But that injury was pretty gruesome. I was watching it live, and yeah, that that foot is not supposed to bend that way. I'll just say <laughs> that. I, I wish him well. I, I, he's a good guy. I'm a, I'm a Dak fan, so I, I hope he comes out of this well. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think everybody's a deck fan. That was a terrible, terrible injury to watch. I was luckily away from the TV when it happens, but I saw a replay luckily. later on, and that was awful. Did you did oh you did you hear Tony Romo's comment about it? It was yeah. He, he sounded like he such goes, an idiot. He's like, hopefully it's just a cramp, and this man's foot is like turned sideways on his on his leg, and you're just like, there's no way that's just a cramp. You're not what are you- only crazy, you're dumb. <laughs> I heard the uh, I heard his ankle bone broke through the skin. That's how bad it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus. You could see it in the sock. Yeah. I hate watching those videos. I can't. I can't do it. Well, those like gruesome injury videos, not for me. No thank you. <laughs> Have fun dealing with that, Zach, for your whole whole life. Speaking of gruesome injuries, Alex Smith is coming back to football after a two-year run, or after uh, being out for two years with a leg injury, and then proceeding to get sacked six times by the Rams. Do you guys have anything to say (laughs) about that? What a comeback. (laughs) Yeah, you spent all this time recuperating and getting better to only be thrown into the thick of things. Six sacks, not one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. (laughs) Caught him six sacks in your first game back. Congratulations. I mean, that's such a blow. I mean, after all that work, back at it. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, you got to commend Alex Smith for coming back from that injury. I mean, that was awful and such a long rehab plan. But if he doesn't retire by the time next (laughs) weekend comes around, then he's an idiot. Get him out of here! Did you? Did you guys? He's got to. He's got to take a note from the football gods and just just get out of there. He's got to be done. (laughs) I'm like I'm listening to. or I'm watching the Red Zone on Sunday, and they're like, Hanson's like, you can't see it, but literally here in the studio, we all have tears in our eyes to watch Alex Smith back in football after two years. And then he gets sacked six times by the Rams. They even had like pictures of his wife and kids up on the screen, and they're like, they have like their hands. They look like so worried to see their dad back out there playing, and they should have been. He almost got killed, for God's sakes. Oh my God. Um,. Yeah. Our next you should sto- really just leave football. I mean, any smart man, you'd think. <laughs> Take- <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. We are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> our, next, our next headline is the Titans having team practices despite their positives and have had another game postponed. Well, until now, it's actually playing right now for us. They went to the high school to practice, and they got busted, right? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. Alex, do you have a take on this? I didn't hear the story, but I mean, they got to be smarter. There's already been so many postponements and cancellations and, you know, the NFL only plays 16 games and they have very limited flexibility with their schedule. I mean, do the Titans want to get, you know, be the first team to have two games canceled and they can't finish the season <laughs> or they're, you know, they're ineligible for the playoffs or something? Yeah, they're 3-0 they oh, too. The requisite games, wow. they got to be careful. Yeah. Well, I've never heard this part of the song, by the way. It's just rolling along. It is. I, I think it's a whole track. Really? We might have to re. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm right, start it back up. We'll Where's the back. original? We, you know what? We need to do some show prep and put this together <laughs> as a loop and just <laughs> boop, 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 just keep it rolling. So there we go. I'm sure there's so, a ten-hour loop on YouTube somewhere. I would, I would hope so. Uh, the internet's a lost cause for me right now, but. <laughs> But that's pretty kind of piggybacking off what Alex said. The NFL is having some scheduling woes. I don't know if you guys have kind of heard about this at all, but uh, imagine so. Yeah, the the Kansas City Buffalo game was supposed to be played on Thursday night and it got moved back to Monday, next Monday. Um, The Tuesday night game with the Bills and Titans is was originally supposed to be played Sunday, and in order to make the Kansas City Buffalo game work or no it was it was the Patriots Patriots work they ended up changing eight other games 
eight games total were changed. The Jets and Chargers got moved. The Jaguars Chargers got moved. The Chargers and Broncos got moved. Oh the God. Chargers and Dolphins got moved. And the Dolphins and the Broncos got moved. Do Once you again, guys moving mountains to accommodate the Patriots? Yeah. <laughs> do <laughs> you think? Do you think this can keep going? I think no, it, it really can't. Once we get closer and closer to the end of the season, it's going to be impossible to do this, and you're just going to end up with cancellations like the Tigers had with all their stupid double headers that they just said, you know what, screw it, you're all out of playoff contention anyway. You're not playing anymore. Why can't the NFL put like two, if this happens and they really have to struggle, just put like two games on a Thursday, uh, two games on a Tuesday, two games on a Monday. Just just throw as much football in as you can, prime time, almost every night of the week. First of all, the, people would love it. I would love it. Can you imagine if there was football on every, or not, maybe not every night, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday? I think that's a great compromise. Put as many games you can in there. People will love it. So just, just figure it out. Every other league's figured it out. The NFL should be able to do it easily. I don't, I don't have any sympathy. No sympathy. So I, th- we'll, we'll kind of do these next two together. Uh, so it was, when did Brady play? That was the Thursday night game, right? Yeah, when, he, when he's in fourth down. Yeah, yeah, fourth yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Brady forgets it's fourth down, <laughs> and Big Dick Nick <laughs> continues to top Tom Brady. Do you guys have any takes on that? First of all, the memes of uh, Tom Brady with the four, four. <laughs> like, did you see the memes over yeah, the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When your friend asks at the bar how many shots you've had tonight. <laughs> four? Yeah, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Those were great. Those were great. I, I don't know. I, that's just a stupid mental error. That's Brady. I, you know, he's going to make mistakes, I guess. Everyone does. I think that was just so, so uncommon and not something that's going to happen. So I... Yeah, you know, he just lost track of the count and lost track of the downs. So whatever, I, it's know, co- it is what it is. The coach came out and said afterward that he actually did remember. He was just, I don't know. It, Are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. There's I, no way he remembered. I, I, he's full of shit. The coach. Come on. Really? Yeah. There's no way. Guys, I have breaking news. Breaking news? Breaking news. As of two minutes ago. Wait, is this related four? to? Is this related to the uh, the 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 segment here, the three man rush? Yes, yes, yes. It's related to the NFL. Please do. As of four, as of five minutes ago, Adam Schefter tweeted that the Jets have released Le'Veon Bell. Ooh. Pick up for the Lions. They need another old running back to go with their two <laughs> new running backs. Then they'll have two old and two new. Unbelievable. Well, we'll see it. Good if, for Le'Veon. If, Honestly, just get out of there. If they there's somebody, if there's so somebody who knows how to make smart decisions and make them quickly, it's Sheila Ford. So I'll just say. My next topic that I wanted to discuss was uh, the Browns seem legit. They have won four straight games. Their last one was against an uh, Indianapolis team who was actually pretty respected going into the game. Who do you guys, Do you guys think the Browns are legit? Alex, do you have anything? Mm, are the Browns legit? I haven't been able to watch them yet this year, so <laughs> can't really say. <laughs> well, then forget it. <laughs> no, listen, you know, it's not something that I consider myself an expert on watching the Browns, but, you know, I I don't think that their losing is going to continue, and we're seeing it right now. What would you say their record was right now? They're 4-1. and one. Okay, so... There's obviously doing something right there. Yeah. And maybe it's Baker Mayfield trying to make his move, and maybe those commercials are really starting to gel with him, <laughs> and he really feels at home there in that building. So who knows? Whatever it is. But listen, I'm a Baker, I'm, a, I'm a Mayfield fan. I, 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 I think he's a good quarterback. I, I really have 
faith in him, and I trust him to take the Browns to that next level. So, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say they are legit. That's the real deal. Let's see what they can go. do this season. I'm excited to see where they can go. I don't know if it's I, Baker. I will. I'm, I'm going to push on that just a little bit because they're in a very crowded division with the Steelers and the Ravens. And uh, the true. AFC itself is very tough when you when you have the Chiefs coming out of there. So I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant. They got um, they have one extra team going into the playoffs. But I will say I don't think it's Baker Mayfield. It's that running game, Nick Chubb and uh, mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt. So, but my uh, my last title is um, Dwayne Haskins. It's kind of a piggyback off of the. Uh, oh, excuse me. Is we're getting in, we're getting into the uh, the alternative version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, is Dwayne Haskins getting benched uh, not only to backup, but he's the third string quarterback for the Washington Football Team now? Where do you guys think his future is? Do you think it's Detroit? Do you think it's in? Uh, I've heard a, I've heard a couple teams like Indianapolis, who's going to need a quarterback. Uh, a bunch of old QBs. Where do you guys think he's going to go? Alex? I think he's going to go the way of Jameis Winston. I think he's done. Think he's, <laughs> he's done. He's no good. I don't know. I I didn't like what I saw last year. I know he was only a rookie last year, but I haven't liked what I've seen this year either. He doesn't seem to have really stepped it up at all, um, which I think is a really bad sign because he had a large, large, large gap room for improvement, and he just hasn't hasn't stepped up. So I, I don't know. I don't want him. I don't want him for the Lions. I don't know what other team would want him. I think third string is about right. If, Although he'd, he'd probably fit back into that second string. I don't think Alex Smith should really be playing <laughs> too much. If, if this is how he's being treated as a third stringer, then he's done at this age. What, what, is, what, is, what is he going to do? I, I don't think there's anything left. I think it's going to be a, 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 a bust situation. There's going to be nothing left. There's going to be no, he'll, he'll go the way of Johnny Football. Apparently. Without all the partying. But maybe maybe he'll be the new Johnny Football <laughs> with some of the crazy things that he does. Who knows? I mean, it's not that big of a name yet. But no, I. Forget it. Forget it. Appar- you know, move on to something else, Dwayne. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, he was uh, he was one of the reasons he was benched is because he was bragging about his stat sheet in their their huge loss that oh, they had God the week sake. before. He had like 300 yards passing and a touchdown or something too. It was nothing really to write home about. Get over yourself, man. But yeah, that's our uh, that's our first go. Three man rush, guys. Yeah, we need the Wait, clap. Can, can we <laughs> talk about one more thing? Really <laughs> oh quick? yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about how much playing time Taysom Hill's been getting for the Saints. It's like every other like play, basically. Every drive, he's having multiple plays, and it seems like every other play, he's coming in, taking away valuable playing time from Drew Brees. They took, they put Taysom Hill in the red zone uh, like three or four times last night to play. When yeah. you have Drew Brees, the NFL's leading touchdown scorer yeah. in NFL history, and you're playing Taysom Hill in the red zone, it just it didn't make very much sense to me. And he's, he's a valuable weapon. But I'm having a hard time seeing him as more than just a uh, a gimmick. Did Did you see Drew Brees after he uh, Taysom Hill did that rushing touchdown? He like no, celebrated. He celebrated for a little bit, and then he looked uh, pissed at uh, Peyton, what the the coach. You know what I'm saying? He like ran up to the, and they were like yelling at each other. I or did something. not see that. Yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't know what was going on, but I it looked very interesting. So interesting. I wonder what's going on. I wonder. I wonder if there's some type of rift or something. It's, it seems like there is. Yeah, after a touchdown. Done. He's done, yeah. I, I think it's that Drew Brees is done, and uh, Taysom Hill is the only way they can uh, score touchdowns now. So, But we'll see. Who do the Lions play this weekend? Um, Jaguars? I think it's yeah, the... Jags. Well, what's the Jags record? 
They're not very good right no. now, are they? I think they have no. one win. I think they might be three and four. Uh, Jaguars are one and three. Or sorry, one and yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, one, one and three. three. Sorry. Well, they they won their first game and then they've lost the rest. Uh, so that's the Lions at the Jacksonville Jaguars this Sunday at one p.m. So that should be a lot of fun. Did you, did you guys watch college football this weekend at all? Anything? Um. Well, I was at the. Um, I was at Blake's. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, not socially distancing at Blake's. Yeah, exactly. Mask. That's, I that's did, fun. I did catch the end of uh, Longhorn Nation getting another loss <laughs> to Oklahoma. Boo! <laughs> 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 Nothing there. Sorry. But I did want to talk about uh, Michigan football coming up. So the Big Ten starts oh, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex. Stop it. Alex, it is it, October 17th is the anniversary of the trouble with the snap game. I, I figure we have oh. to give the We'll do Michigan this Say week, no and then we'll do the better team next week. No, no, I wanted to do Michigan okay, this week. Whatever. We're gonna give them. We're gonna give them their moment. They have a big season coming up. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. This got is a, Michigan. Exactly. He's got a lot to prove coming into this season, and uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit had some takes about uh, Jim Harbaugh. Wait a second. Do you have the audio of Kirk? Is that available? No, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. Okay, forget it then. I wonder where did he say it? Where I, I have no idea where he said it. Um, hold on, let me see where he did say it. He said it on some TV show. I just uh, whatever. Who cares? It was some TV show. He was talking about it. Yes. So this is what this is what Kirk Herbstreet uh, had to say about it. I don't buy into fans uh, that think you know. Let's get rid of him. You know, he's on the hot seat. We need to bring in somebody else. If Jim Harbaugh can't win at Michigan, who can? I don't know who would ever want to, co- or who you would ever want to coach at Michigan other than Jim Harbaugh. Are they close? Yes. Is it frustrating? Obviously. Do they want to beat Ohio State? <laughs> yes. Do they wow. want to make it to the playoffs? Absolutely. Uh, I still think Jim Harbaugh is building a program. Uh, I still think he's got to get the quarterback play up to par if he really wants to go to the next level. I mean, if you look around Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia, all these teams have higher-level quarter play that seems to take them to a different level. And I think Michigan is still searching for Never heard of him. Next. <laughs> so, <Wrong. laughs> oh, I, 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 we can all have our takes on what Kirby Street said and, and that, but it, it got me thinking, like, what does Michigan have to do this year to be Michigan? To What do they have to do? What do they have to prove? Who do they have to beat? Well, first of all, I have to say something. I don't trust a word out of Kirky Herbstreit's mouth uh, when he's talking about Michigan, Mr. Ohio State. That's a bunch of nonsense. There, there's no way that I can take him seriously when he's discussing anything related to Michigan football, M- Michigan in general. That's done. So, I, first of all, he thinks they're going to beat Ohio State this year? No, no, no. He he says they want to beat Ohio State. <laughs> and by the way, that's such a cliche, asking yourself those stupid, obvious questions. Are they g- getting better? Yes. Are they? Do they want to beat Ohio State? Yes. Do I know what I'm talking about? Not sure. It's just the stupidest thing. But I don't trust anything he has to say. I also don't believe him, or I, I don't agree with him when he says uh, Jim Harbaugh is the guy and who else would they have? Who else would be better? Well, I, I also tend to think that's a different argument. Just because somebody's bad and you say, well, who's there to replace them? It really doesn't matter because why would you just, okay, I guess nobody's there to replace them, so we're just going to keep a bad person there forever. Sorry, that's just, we're stuck with them forever. Who, who, who could we replace them with? 
literally anybody. We just need something different. They just need something different. That's what it is. You think, so, you think Michigan already is at a point where they need something different? I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that talking point of... Oh, in general? I'm just saying that talking point. Now, now the one thing I will say is that I think if Michigan does not get to the Big Ten Championship this season, then the the minor calls about Jim Harbaugh's got to go, that's kind of already out there with college. It takes longer to build a team and build a program, and he's got his quarterback coming in, which we can touch on. But if they don't make it to the Big Ten Championship this year, that's I think that's their goal. If they do not do that, then I'm sorry. There's going to have to be a big discussion with how long Harbaugh's going to stay here. This is year six, everybody. Year six. Well, do I have some news for you, Max? We're going to be having a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if Kirk Herbstreit has anything to say about it. You see, I, I think I think the opposite, actually. I don't think that – I think that between COVID and him getting this new quarterback, Joe Milton, who has been touted as the next Cam Newton, I don't know if – by the local newspapers here, the Detroit News and uh, the Free Press. Are, oh, my goodness. They're just stroking it. That's yeah, all they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, they 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 talked about how uh coach John Brown he, or how Joe Milton likes to go and talk to coach John Brown about uh, different coverages and how to dissect them when he's in the when he's back to pass and uh, they were also talking about how he, John Brown was saying how he would rather excuse me. He would not I don't even know how to say this. He would rather go into the backyard with no one besides Patrick the Mahomes. In this particular system, I it's complex. <laughs> there's no one I other can't than. I can read it. There's no. There's no words on it. <laughs> there's no one besides Patrick Mahomes who he'd rather go into the backyard and throw footballs with. So Whoa. he's being compared to Cam Newton and. Kind of looking for more of that pass back and forth kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got the uh, the Caldwell drops going. <laughs> ridiculous so but he anyway this this sophomore is getting some hype yeah and it's the first quarterback in six years that jim harbaugh has started that he recruited from scratch well i want to know what happened to mccaffrey i thought mccaffrey was the next messiah and then harbaugh names milton the starter over him and mccaffrey's gone all of a sudden so now this milton guy is the next best thing so i mean I mean, all he's doing is replacing McCaffrey, who everyone was touting as as the next big thing. That's I mean, I'm not buying into true. it till I see him play. I was actually talking to uh, one of my friends yesterday or last week or something, and he went to U of M for me- or grad school, and he was telling Ooh. me he was saying like I was like talking to him about this, and I was saying like, didn't you guys have McCaffrey? And he's like, oh no, McCaffrey was never going to be this good. Joe Milton's going to be a Heisman Trophy winner. It's just like. Really, it's like delusion that people have. Like you just forgot, like a season ago, oh, yeah. you were touting this guy as the, you know, McCaffrey as the Heisman Trophy winner, and now you just moved on to the next one. And like, <laughs> he never played a snap, really. <laughs> Looks like a nice little guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it, we get this talking point every few years, though. The next guy, the next guy, the next guy. Where is it? I mean, really, when was the last time that Michigan had a quarterback that was? The guy that everyone says to themselves, "Wow, when we had so and so, that was the real deal." It's it's been too maybe long. Denard, Denard yeah. Robinson, and he yeah. was so de- divisive. I mean, people hated him, people loved him, but I I remember I, my buddy Brad, he hated Denard, <laughs> couldn't stand him. And he was a very non traditional quarterback, but yeah, Alex, I mean, really, and and that's even a debatable point right there. But that was what back in. Like 2008, 2000, or over 10 years ago? I think that was Rich Rod. Wasn't that Rich Rod? 
it, it may have been a right before Brady, uh, Brady Hoke. I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't Denard Robinson like 2012? He was on the last NCAA cover, was which, was two, uh, which was which was two thousand fourteen. So he must have been the quarterback in like 2012, 2013. I guess it was when we were graduating high school. So it was it was while we were in high school. It was have, while we were in high school. So around twenty ten to twenty twelve or so. I have a great memory of the Michigan Michigan State. Uh, yeah, I mean that's close to ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. But that's the that's the closest thing that we can come up with with a good quarterback. So you know, we'll see what Milton does. Like you said, Zach, he's Jimmy's boy. He's the recruit. He's the gold slinger. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm not too confident. But what, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just gonna say my my favorite memory of Denard is uh, Michigan Michigan State football game my freshman year where he gets planted in the backfield. But uh, oh, Jesus, I remember that. <laughs> oh, for negative forty three rushing yards. Yes, that game? That yeah, was great. that was awesome. But um, I, you know, you got this. You got OSU. We got uh, you got Ryan Day saying you're gonna hang a hundred on Michigan this year. <laughs> yeah. Do you think John Brown can get the defense together? I don't. There's a lot of things that kind of have to come together for Michigan to be good this year. I think that Michigan might get a pass this year between COVID and between the new QB coming in. I think that in the next two years, though, if he doesn't do anything, that's when you're gonna hear it. So you're not saying this year, but the following year, if everything still is pretty. If there's one Bad. thing Michigan's good at, it's def- it's deflecting to next year because that's all they can do is deflect to next year. <laughs> deflect, deflect. So, but Max thinks they need to win the Big Ten. What do you think, Alex? I do think they do. I think they need to go above 500. That's not a successful season. Have but- you seen their schedule? It's a tough schedule this year. But uh, above 500 is I- so bad. If, I mean, really, if, what are they playing, well, no, eight no, no. games? Eight, they're playing eight games, right? So you're saying five and three uh, is is good, or or that's, yeah, that's I, a successful I think they should be happy. I think they should be happy with five and three. And not only that, but I'm kind of going with Zach here, where I think they will deflect to, the, to next year. They have so many excuses of course they going do. on, so many distractions. that, And, I mean, everything is so unpredictable. I mean, we've been watching college football all year, and anything is happening. I mean, UNC is, like, number five right now. And yeah, you know, o- Oklahoma's one and two or two and two or whatever they are now. They have two losses on the season. I mean, college football is so unpredictable. So is LSU. If you get out of this, <laughs> if you get out of this year above five hundred and you're Michigan, because I mean, if you've looked at their schedule, it's really really tough. So I and that's coming from an MSU fan who doesn't want to give Michigan any credit. But if they uh, if they can get to five and three or six and two, I think they should be happy with that. Honestly. We'll see. I I still think they need to win the Big Ten. I think there's going to be a lot of discussion if they don't. That's my thought. It's been too long, man. It's been too long. It's, it's it, been. It hasn't been long enough. They can. <laughs> it's been even, too long. It, it, they haven't even won one this century. I think right. Have they? This century. <laughs> the way you say that. When was the last time they won the Big Ten? <laughs> they haven't know. won it since we've had a Big Ten uh, championship game. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm how does to see. how does a team that like this touted never do something like, like that? Like '97 was the last one, I think. Yeah, that's just a guess. I think. Yeah, claimed. Well, national title. They won it in '97. They won it. They in share one with Nebraska in '97. Their last outright was like, oh uh, god, a long time ago. <laughs> when was their last Big Ten championship? Um, let's see. Big Ten championship. Big Ten championship. I, was it '97? I mean, was that, that it? That's my guess. I'm, gosh, I'm scrolling through Wikipedia trying to figure it out. It's it was so long ago that I don't remember it. It was not something that I was 
really paying attention to. Oh, there we go. Nope, Big Ten there. <laughs> Not my search. <laughs> the classics are... I don't know, man. It's been a while. It's It's been at the point when we were babies. So, what a... It, it's so sad. It really is. Wait, sure. wait, you typed in Control-F Championship and you got the no... <laughs> <laughs> well, I typed in Big Ten. What, are they spelling it differently? Big Ten Championships? I don't know, man. This sucks. <laughs> if that doesn't describe... Michigan football. I don't know what. <laughs> this Control item cannot F be found. No results found. <laughs> That's perfect. No, we'll, we'll just no, it was it. not. We've, all right, we've had a great talk this week. Stop Catch it. You next week. It was. It was uh, 2004. It was 2004. Um, Carr got over a hump against Trestle in 2003, as John Navarre and Doak Walker Award winning running back Chris Perry led the Wolverines to a 10-3 record, a Big Ten championship, and an appearance in the 2004 Rose Bowl. Dude, I remember that name, Chris Perry. Yeah, so that was it. That was it. Man, oh man, what a, what a joke. What a joke. I do, I do think Jim has to get a quarterback. I think if Joe Milton doesn't work out, I think he's done. Do, do you want to see the, uh, the Conan O'Brien PSA? His yeah. little shot. Oh, yeah. His little shot at... Uh, I mean, he was kind of making fun of uh, U of M. Conan put out a PSA. I, does he do this for every state? I would kind of guess that he does. I don't really know what else he's doing right now. Probably just doing it for the battleground states. So he's putting out these, like, get out the vote PSAs. And he, he mispronounces Michigander. I think that's unintentional. I think he just doesn't know. He's just kind of reading a script. But that's just, that's just my thought. Let's just listen. I'm Conan O'Brien. I was born in Brookline, Massachusetts. But in my heart, I've always been a Michigander. What can oh I say? God. I love my donuts Wrong. from Dillas Wrong. and my beer from Bell's. And because I hey, love Michigan, I'm urging all of you, <laughs> including the Youpers, to vote in the upcoming election. Voting is a cornerstone of our democracy. If you like democracy but you don't vote, you're not playing Euchre with a full deck. Oh, boy. It's like saying... I like Great Wolf Lodge, but not family-friendly water parks. <laughs> or I like Verner's, but not ginger ale. Or I like islands where cars aren't allowed and everyone sells fudge, but I don't like Mackinac. It just doesn't make sense. He throws on his lion's So get hat. out and vote. Because <laughs> if you don't, you're kind of letting other states that aren't as awesome as Michigan. Ohio. Make decisions about your education, your water, <laughs> your roads, and your jobs. He throws off that head and, and pulls on his Michigan hat. Unlike Jim Harbaugh, voting costs nothing, it's very effective, and it lives up to the hype. Wow. Whoa! So whether you're in Detroit, Grand Shot Rapids, fired. or way up in Sheboygan, love the hot dogs at Duke's Sheboygan. Ow! Wrong. It's important that you vote. <laughs> and as an honorary Michigander, my vote is going to the guy who'll fix the potholes around here! Wrong. If you're not a registered voter in Michigan, you've still got time. Go to whenweallvote.org. All right, that's the PSA. Register. Thank you, Conan. Appreciate it. That was not a very good pronunciation of Michigander. I, that does not sound like it was a joke. I don't even... How did he say it? Michigander. Michigander. How, how else do you say Michigander? I mean, isn't that just it? Michigander. I was born in Brookline, Massachusetts, but in my heart, I've always been a Michigander. <laughs> what can I say? I love my don't. That's enough. Oh my! This God. is Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> a little jab at, at Jimmy Boy over there. Not, nothing wrong with that. Pretty Hoke. He kind of he kind of brings it on himself. Um, Jim, 
I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. he's not he's not winning. So of course he's gonna get uh, his years of mediocrity are catching up to him. <laughs> I want to talk SNL really quick. Are, are Ooh, we, Jim uh, or Conan? <laughs> I, I, what All is Conan doing right now? I feel kind of bad for him because he's been. You know, I, I I wish he took that tonight or he kept the Tonight Show job. That whole controversy back in like '09 it was, but he was on to TBS and then that was shortened to a half hour. And I don't even know what he's doing now. He's just putting out voting PSA videos on his YouTube channel. So that's not the best uh, career move. <laughs> not very uh, not very vertical moving. Vertical the wrong <laughs> way, I guess I should say. It, was there anything else football-related, boys? Or, I mean, well, let's watch the Lions lose this weekend and move on. Exactly. Um, did Did you guys watch SNL over the weekend? Big Irish vi- victory over the uh, Florida State. Oh, congratulations. They figure out their COVID problem. <laughs> Apparently, well, we'll see. I haven't heard any news following the game. That's great to hear. Because big, I... big victory taking on Louisville this week. Go Irish. <laughs> Go did, Irish. Did you watch um, SNL, Alex? Oh, absolutely. It was a great episode. I it thought was really, really good. I thought, I thought it was way better than the first week. Yeah, I thought this. What I thought the first week was good, uh, but I thought this one was really good. I I'm just laughing my ass off when when Jim Carrey is playing Joe Biden. I just oh my god, I thought that was perfect he jim carrey played the fly on um on pence's head he played one of the flies yeah he played one of them there was a second one that was played by keenan but the whole bit was how you know he was playing biden and he was watching the debate the vp debate and he was saying this this is ridiculous uh he calls her kamala can't get a word in edgewise and he transports to the debate in a machine that has a fly in the aperture where he's being transported. So he turns into a fly, and of course he's on Pence's head. So everything <laughs> Pence is saying is obviously just nobody's paying attention because everyone's staring at that fly. <laughs> but the, the 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 acting that Jim Carrey does, <laughs> his little Jim Carrey things moving around like that, it's, it's just perfect. And Bill Burr as the, uh, the host was great. I, I did think Jack White, stole the show and it was already incredible it was already a good show but what you liked it alex yeah i mean it was incredible i mean so i didn't i i thought like i was so surprised when this episode was over because i feel like they did like four skits and that was it because it seemed like the the cold open and the musical uh performances took so long but i don't mind at all because the cold open was great and both music performances knocked it out of the park i thought jack white shredded and i mean Maybe that's why they let him do such a long second performance too, is because he just played so well in the first one. But it was incredible. I really, really enjoyed it. Is, isn't I mean, it, do you have audio from it? Yeah, I'm gonna play it right now. But I'm just gonna say, isn't it kind of cool to see a change up on SNL where it's not maybe just like top forty stuff or, or rap stuff? Like we actually kind of get some like really, really good rock and roll in there, which is not the most common thing for SNL. But from everything I'm seeing. It's just getting amazing uh, reviews and recognition that, man, Jack White, he just rocks, man. Let's play a little bit of it. It, it, I always love when SNL does the, I mean, not that Jack White is underground, but sometimes they'll do the lesser known artists or the less popular or the artists who aren't trying to promote some new music or something like that. And I always, always prefer that. He he did a six minute song, Ball and Biscuit, or Ball and a Biscuit, if everyone knows that White Stripe song. It's it's one of my favorite White Stripe songs, Ball and a Biscuit. but he kind of modified it with changed up the lyrics and everything. The drummer was wild. His kit was backwards. In- yeah, yeah. Instead I of saw the that. Kit- I pointed that out to you. You right? did, you did. We're- but instead of the kit leaning towards you, 
uh, imagine the drums are like facing away from you, so you have to like stand up over them to play it. It's wild. Hmm. Is this from the performance? Yeah, this is from the weekend. I mean, you never see stuff like this on SNL. There's the drummer going wild, standing up. Yeah, I mean, he just absolutely rocked. And, and for it. And this is on like three days' notice because he's yeah. supposed to be the musical guest. Yeah, because that. Can we country... talk about that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. That's pretty funny. I'll, I'll play so, this. I'll keep this going in the background. But yeah, the country artist got blown out. <laughs> what what yeah, happened? Yeah, the, the original artist. His name was like Morgan Wallen or something like that. Does is anybody that right? has anybody heard of him? Is he a big name? I'm not a country I guy. Have, I don't think any of us. Yeah, are I'm not really much of a country guy either. So I, I hadn't heard of him, but yeah, I Morgan Wallen. Was, yeah, he was on in Alabama or somewhere in the south um, posting these TikTok videos of him partying at like different house parties and at the bars and he was totally maskless like nobody had any masks on and he was making out with random women <laughs> are you serious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just, just obviously obviously not following any kind of protocol and so yeah SNL was like dude you can't like you're obviously a huge risk of infection like you can't come up here and ruin the whole show so you, you can't come on this week. Wow. <laughs> and, they, and they called Jack White up, and he was like, yeah, sure, why not? On, on Thursday, on yeah, Thursday, exactly. they gave him a phone call to do this. And this is a six-minute song, by the way, on SNL. When does that happen? I mean, these songs on SNL are like, you know, three, four minutes maybe. But a six-minute song on SNL is wild. And his second song, like you said, Alex, his, his second one... um, whatever it was called it was great too it was great yeah, too it and it was great. long but it was man like i said it just i think it stole the show i mean he's still going he's still going so yeah, I'm, no, I, I i much know. prefer that i mean quality over quantity in terms of the the skits and if you can fit in a really really quality musical performance like that like absolutely and i think it it really made the show interesting i really like when they have these like multimedia performances or whatever when they bring in the like funny songs and they also do really good music performances i think it makes the whole show way way better i think we can all agree that morgan wallen being unsafe uh, is a coronavirus silver lining <laughs> that we were able to see jack white have this amazing performance absolutely um what do you think of the bill burr uh uh monologue so I'll, i know I'll you're, this down you're a asking bit. i know you're asking that because he's getting some backlash online for for making some some comments about white about white women and uh, and and uh and the uh, LGBTQ community they're also yeah I don't I don't that. think that joke 
hit quite as well, but I thought the white <laughs> women joke was was pretty funny. I thought it was and, perfect. And I don't think anyone's actually upset at him. I think it's like very fringe people that are upset about this. You know, the Karens, the people who you would expect to get upset about this, the exact people he's talking about in his monologue, the exact people he called out that are getting upset. So should we play it? Yeah, you haven't seen this yet, have you, Zach? No, I haven't played. I haven't seen it yet, but I did hear about the backlash. I mean, the the reason is because. And like you said, I agree that it's a lot of fringe people and a lot of people who really don't know what to do with their time or may just want to do nothing but spout off on Twitter about things that piss them off or things that aren't woke enough. Uh, but it was it, the reason they are because Saturday Night Live has always been like the woke show that's always been super. I mean, they're not the most, you know, if we're getting political, which I don't really want to, but they're they're not the most Republican show. We just know that. They always make fun of Trump and everything, and that's fine. That's their bitter everything. So when somebody a little non-PC comes into a, a very established kind of PC world, the way SNL has been for the past couple years, really, it's kind of going to throw people off a little bit. At least that's my take. But I agree, Alex. It's still the fringe people that are making the most noise about this. to be here. Bill I have Burr's been doing hilarious. stand-up forever, and this has always been a lifelong dream of mine to come here and host Saturday Night Live, so thank you so much for coming out. I couldn't believe it was his first coming performance. Out. That was so surprising. I didn't know that either. He's so funny, during though. These difficult He's times, one of my favorites. You guys all look like surgeons with your masks on. <laughs> it makes me feel comfortable that you're wearing masks. I like people who wear masks. That's good. You're listening to the eggheads. The people we all cheated off of in high school, right? <laughs> Keep listening to them. And then if you don't wear a mask, that doesn't bug me either, right? Take out your grandparents, you know? <laughs> Take out your weak cousin with the asthma. <laughs> I don't care. It's your decision. There's too many people. It's a dream come true. If you're that dumb and you want to kill your own family members, by all means, do it. <laughs> Stops you from reproducing. It's literally a dream come true. <laughs> and speaking of dreams come true, did you see Rick Moranis got sucker punched on the Upper West Side? <laughs> New York is back, baby! <laughs> New York is back, yes! We lost our edge there for a minute. City started looking like a giant bed, bath, and beyond, and then bam! <laughs> oh, Ricky took one in the chops. <laughs> it had to happen. It had to. That's what happens when you stick an M&M store in Times Square. <laughs> right? The universe has to balance itself. Get the peep shows back in Times Square. Old people can walk safely 40 blocks away. I don't know. I'll probably get canceled. Alex, you can't talk. Joke, you know? How stupid is that cancel thing? They're literally running out of people to cancel. I think his microphone's broken. They're Oops. going after dead oh, no. people now. Oh, it's fine. I have the mute button. They're trying to cancel <laughs> John Wayne. It's like that dude. God did that 40 years ago. <laughs> They're all up in arms. They're like, did you hear what he said in that interview in Playboy in 1970? Can you believe that? It's like, yeah. He was born in 1907. <laughs> That's what these people sounded like. You never talked to your grandparents and brought up the wrong subject? And all of a sudden it went off the rails. Like, oh, 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 oh. Just keep making the cookies.
cookies. <laughs> yeah, you don't bring up race or religion with your grandparents. You keep it simple. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know, I guess my grandparents are older. I don't know. Plowing ahead. <laughs> Plowing ahead. Let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk white women here, shall we? Let's talk white women. White women, you're amazing. Amazing your accomplishments over the last here few comes years. I've got to tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement, generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color not getting opportunities, the at-bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, white women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. My name is so hard with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. Trashing white guys. The nerve, where's the camera? The nerve <laughs> of you white women. Let me, I don't, listen, I don't want to speak ill of my bitches here, okay? <laughs> I don't, but let's, let's go back in history here, okay? You guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood muddy, and occasionally when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with a black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. And that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to <laughs> for about a year, you know? I was uh, right, here I last year, about... I was shooting a movie. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. It's almost Judd done, Apatow, it's almost Pete done. Davidson and all the guys. Yeah, had a great time. We're gonna have SNL and coming after us for coffee. Like you know, years, political commentary, fair use. Extra crowded this political was. commentary, I was getting all social commentary. Like, what's going on? Fair use, fair use, doctor. Not We're using good. safe sex and making all these babies, you know? So I finally walked up to this old New York door guy and I was just like, dude, what's going on? What's with all these people here? And he was just like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. He goes, it's, it's June. He goes, it's Pride Month. And I'm like, what's that? You know, I'm 52. I never heard of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have that when you I was gotta a kid. got to be really out of the loop to not know Pride about Pride Month. Month. And I was just like, oh! <laughs> Dude, you know when you're just like stuck in the Matrix and you just can't, everything's just pressed up, you can't see anything, and then somebody gives you that little nugget of information that just pulls it back? It's like, why is it so crowded? It's Gay Pride Month. Ah, tank tops, zero percent body fat, two guys kissing, rainbow flags. Ah! I didn't know that. That's what I learned. The month of June is Gay Pride Month. That's a little long, don't you think? For a group of people that were never enslaved. How did they get all A little bit. The laughs were a little less. The people were actually enslaved, they get February. <laughs> they get 28 days of overcast weather. Sun goes down at four in the afternoon. Everybody's shivering. Nobody wants to go on the parade. Look. Yeah. How about you hook them up with July? These are equator people. Give them the sun for 31 days. This gay black people. 
people they could celebrate from June 1st, June 31st, 30, 61 days of celebration. <laughs> all right, that's all my time. We got a great show for you guys, everybody. That's him. And that's what's getting all the backlash. And that's what's getting people upset and cancel. But, you know, I, like I said, I think it's just the French. I thought it was great. I thought that was really good. I- no, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I usually think Bill Burr is kind of uh, crude. I think he like does a little. He gets a little. Uh, well, that's his style. That's his comedy. Yeah, I know, but that it, for for the most part, like he had he had some actual good comedy like takes in there. I thought I thought that was pretty funny. I liked it. I thought it was good. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, it's well, it's I, it's I not thought... it's not the normal uh, SNL uh, op- or monologue. You got to admit that, right? It was a little yeah. a little more edgy than what they're used to probably but i i thought it hit some good marks honestly i thought it was well done the the uh the woman one was that was pretty funny <laughs> white women hijacking <laughs> the woke movement <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great i'm so glad that they're actually putting out good episodes this year i was not super excited like oh it's just gonna be just what so one-sided and just not it's i mean it'll be funny here and there but I don't know. I've been a little disappointed with SNL the past couple years. I don't know if I'm alone in that with with you or Alex. Uh, I haven't been so impressed. But this season, I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm very happy. Very happy. It's good content out there. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, the um, Bachelorette is tonight. The Bachelor Alex, did you set your DVR? I did not. No, but it should be oh. on demand. I should be able to find it. Well, that's going on tonight, and it's claimed to be the most dramatic season yet. So we oh, all have, have that. Have they made that claim? Have they made that claim? <laughs> of course they have. Are you kidding me? Hey, every season's the most exciting season yet, or the most dramatic season yet. That's what it is this year. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. The uh, <laughs> um, Claire Crawley, who is uh, who's the Bachelorette, and um, the whole rumor, I guess, or I don't even know if it's a rumor anymore, that she found her true love very, very early in. So that is going to uh, affect the show a little bit. And she may not be on there the whole time. But Honestly, apparently- they shouldn't have ruined it by saying that. I guess they had to look for uh, other participants. But wouldn't it have been awesome if it just randomly out of the blue, it's just like, she's gone. But now you know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Spoilers spoilers i i really wish that you know it was you know whatever i guess they had to say it because there was such a big change and such a big adjustment that they had to to make with this but apparently from what we're seeing here it it's not all happy-go-lucky ending for claire crawley when her portion of the show finally does end it sounds like from what i'm reading this morning that there is some people saying that it does not end well and that it's not going to be that happy ending that everyone was hoping for and oh, trying to see her no. fall in love and be there for the real reason but, uh, it's not gonna, <laughs> something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong so uh i'd love to play this uh let's see oh here it is this is gonna be good uh this is for tomorrow at last well today it's a brand new season of the bachelorette Systems are a go to meet Claire. And this is the this trailer. One is worth the wait. Great audio, Bachelorette. I've been it could looking be for love my entire life. <laughs> I'm 39. Oh, God. This might just be my last chance. I promise you. Oh, Single will be no bear no more. Oh. Hi. 
player. My name is Dale. And I couldn't be more excited to take this journey with you. This journey. Oh, she said that might be my husband. Oh, sick, sick. Holy like what is going on? I expected way more from the oldest bachelorette. I don't care what I've done to sit there and say you're the oldest bachelorette. Guess what? I'm the oldest bachelorette, this 39 that's standing here that's single, because I didn't settle for men like that. Oh! Only a oh! time before oh, Claire realizes the truth. Oh my god. That Dale's maybe not who Claire thinks she is. Oh, I just don't know how you can be so sure so quick. They're already sleeping together. Wow. How about the 15 of us walk out? In the 18 years I've been doing this show, we've never dealt with anything like this. <laughs> There's also not going to be a rose ceremony Classic. tonight. Uh, I'd like to applaud myself and give myself a rose this evening. Oh my God, pompous! <laughs> you can't do that. To be cut short. What a I don't know. <laughs> He's out of here. Fathom how you guys are going to try and process this. I don't know what that means. Like, okay, do we get a new bachelorette in here? What the <laughs> just happened? The path we're on right now, it doesn't end well. For you, for the guys, for anybody. Congratulations, you've just blown up the Bachelorette. Oh! The Bachelorette. Oh my God. Premiere. Chris tomorrow, sounds pissed. 7 Central on ABC. Believe me, she would not be my first choice that I could <laughs> <laughs> Chris does not sound happy at all. It, there's, some, there's some real sparks flying. Something's going on. Something's going on, but... Ooh, baby. I mean, if that doesn't convince you that this is going to be the most dramatic season ever, then I don't know what's going to. So, we'll wait and see, but I got it on my DVR. That's going to be what I watch when I get home. Do you, do you guys remember... Uh, do you guys remember Luke Parker, who was a contestant? Alex, do you remember him? He was on Hannah Brown's season. He was the one that, like, he had such that connection with Hannah, and they were maybe going to be together, but then it got to, like, five guys, and uh, she finally realized, like, oh, this guy is such a jerk. I mean, all the other guys were right, so I don't have to let him go. And they finally had the rose ceremony, but he was there and showed up when he was already, like, sent home, and he showed up to the rose ceremony, like, to talk to Hannah, and it was just a big mess because it was like, I already sent you home. What are you doing here? I already sent you. What are you doing here? And it was just a big mess, and she's, he's like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. You and me are meant to be together. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be going home. Look at me. I'm Luke. I'm the best. I'm Luke Parker, for God's sake. And she's like, I don't want to see you anymore. I'm going to move the podium for further in front of you to get away from it. Wow. Just, just really, really big rift there. there I, I, everyone, I want to let you guys know there is no script. He did that completely <laughs> off the top of his head. I'm sitting here watching this like firsthand, and I can't believe he's saying everything like word for word. It was unbelievable. But, well, the reason I bring up um, Luke is because now he has to pay the producers $100,000 for violating his contract. What do you hundred do? grand. <laughs> To the producers, but according to Entertainment Tonight, NZK Productions Incorporated, which is the reality show's production company, took legal action against Parker in May, accusing him of doing unauthorized media appearances before his contract was up with the show. In June, the judge ruled in favor of NZK Productions. And uh, da, 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 let's see, where does it say? Oh, for God's sake. Why did this just go away all of a sudden as I'm reading it? Well, they ruled in favor of NZK Productions and 
NZ Key Productions, K Productions, excuse me. Uh, more recently, the company filed to enforce a $100,000 judgment previously approved by the court. So uh, Luke's better uh, cough it up. Because, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's unfortunate. But I guess he was just talking to media before he was allowed to, and that's part of the contract, so whatever. Oh, they're so smart on The Bachelor. you think they would know they couldn't do that. Well, he bonded with Brown over their Christian faith. She sent him pecking after he slammed her for having sex with Peter Weber, Pilot Pete, in the fantasy suite under the windmill. You had sex with the pilot. Oh my gosh. And that's where the whole rift caught in and then... Calm down. Jeez, you're going to give yourself an aneurysm. <laughs> well, what happened was he, he, he breached the subject with Hannah and she's like, you did not tell me what to do. Oh I can do whatever I want. You don't have to tell me what to do. We're not married. So you don't have to tell me what to do. Max, Max, Max. You okay. watch the show Careful. way you watch the show way too much, dude. Well that's how the whole rift <laughs> happened and I guess I guess uh I guess Luke couldn't help but spill a little information to the uh, media, so uh, hundred grand. Bye bye, hundred grand. When is it? When is it? When does it? It's not a guilty pleasure anymore. When does it become like a full blown addiction <laughs> or something really worse what than are that? You talking about? <laughs> There's no guilty. It's not even a guilty pleasure. This is this is part of being well He's informed, proud of it. a well rounded individual. <laughs> you know, this is a just about rounded individual. Yeah. You need to know certain things going on in the community in society. This is not one of them. Of course it is. <laughs> We're talking about it right now. I better know what I'm talking about. You're Zip talking about it right Believe now. me, Max. I, I, you definitely know what you're talking about, but... <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm going home to watch. Let's get out of here. Can we, can we go watch? <laughs> we are going to go watch. Are you good, Alex? We actually probably should. Yeah, we should wrap it up. <laughs> are you good, Zach? Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. All right, uh, let's hit the outro. This is, uh, wow, episode 13, which is uh, kind of crazy to think. Moving right along here. But, I mean, this is Bachelorette Tuesdays. It's weird because it's on a Tuesday, but I guess it's because um, I thought it was because Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football is on ESPN. But on ABC on Monday night is um, Dancing with the Stars. So that's why they can't have Bachelorette on Mondays. Oh. They, got, they got Dancing with the Stars there, and that's oh, going geez. on. I know, I know. Make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter, at CuttingOutEarly. Instagram is at CuttingOutEarly.podcast. Our email is CuttingOutEarly.podcast at gmail.com. We broadcast from anchor.fm slash CuttingOutEarly. You can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure to rate, review, share, subscribe, whatever you can do. Help us out. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you have any uh, college football helmet suggestions or Detroit style pizza suggestions, those are both in the can. Our SNL skits. (laughs) We got to stop doing this, making these promises. They're coming. I promise you they're coming. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. See ya.